Welcome to the Magnum Report. I'm your host, Mark Magnum, and today my topic is going to be how to fix the WWE draft and what I think they could do to actually make it a whole lot better. But before I get into that, I would like to say please like, subscribe, share, and also hit that notification icon so you don't miss out on future content. Now into my topic, how they can fix it. I think it's relatively simple. There's a few things they could do just off the top just to help that out. And that would actually be sticking to the brand split and not have this confusion and have some people free agents and, you know, have guys bouncing around kind of still. And, and you know, it, it, it kind of made sense a little bit for Brock Lesnar to be, you know, a free agent because of who he is. And even Omos, just because of his sheer size, and he kind of is that attraction not a Andre the Giant style attraction but he is an attraction to where I could see him bouncing around but when you've got other guys that are not even you know like you know uh, uh, Von Wagner and guys like that that are free agents you know Cedric Alexander is a free agent I mean there's some things that I feel like they could have changed and done differently and and the whole drafting people to brands that they're already on, like Roman Reigns got drafted, you know, number one with, you know, Solo and Paul Heyman. And for me, as I look at it, that's so anticlimactic when you're telling me that a guy that was already on the show is going to stay on the show. It's very counterproductive to me when I look at that and watch that and you're sitting there and you're, you know, you're getting all kind of amped up because it's draft season, football draft was going on at the same time. So they were trying to capitalize on that. And I get that, but the draft for decades has been anticlimactic. It's been very, not, it's not been very beneficial to the company in my book. I mean, sometimes it is a, a ratings draw, but to the fan that watches this from week to week, this never really gets me excited because I know it's just going to be people flip-flopping from one show to the next. And how I think they could fix that is one lesson how many picks they have and not make it so many people. Two, have it to where you mix in some actual legitimate free agents, new people, new talent to the company and not... You know, Roman Reigns is going to SmackDown even though he's already on SmackDown. Or Matt Riddle's staying on Raw even though he's really still on where he's been on Raw. So, like, those kind of picks are when you're, you know, drafting whole teams or you've got Judgment Day on Raw. But Rhea's on SmackDown and she's also the Raw. It, 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 she's, she's the SmackDown women's champ. It's confusing. And it's ridiculous and i think they could just have actual free agents guys that are on you know you know the matt cardonas of the world that are out there that you could bring in and it's a i mean granted he's been in the company before but it's kind of like cody words he's been gone for a while he's coming back let's see what he's got now as opposed to just drafting people from one roster to the other roster have actual free agents and bring up actual you know, I know they did this in the draft this year, but actually bring up more NXT talent because there's people that have been down there for quite some time that need to come up. There's some people that are already ready, like a Braun Breaker. I understand why he's still down there, but he'd been one of the guys I would have called up because he's ready. He's basically a finished product. It's just a matter of slotting him in on the right show and making sure whatever you've got for him is worth doing. But I think that they could easily 
make this draft a whole lot more interesting. One, if they stick to the brand split. My God, I can't stand that because now you've got this world title and you've got SmackDown competitors competing for a title that's supposedly exclusive to Raw. So there's that. There's the confusion of the women's tag titles and where do they lie? And now you've got the NXT women tag titles. What's going on with that? You you drafted the NXT women's champion, but she vacated the title due to injury. But a lot of this, I mean, when you try to make sense of it as a fan or you try to justify some of this as a fan to other, you know, casual fans, like, well, this is why they're doing this because of the, I can't even explain some of this because there's no actual explanation for a lot of this. They're just doing whatever. And, you know, to the average fan that doesn't watch this from week to week, this may not matter as much And it. You know, for the, for the average fan, it probably doesn't, but for people that have watched this for a long time. And as a guy that's done this for a long time and wrestled for 12 years, I take what they do in the aspect of trying to figure out what they're doing or that, you know, the logic behind it, I take all that seriously. And when I'm looking at it and thinking about, okay, what are they trying to do here? Or what are they trying to do there? And me trying to make sense of it in my mind, like, oh, this is what they're doing with this. I have no clue what the hell they are doing with this at all. And I get they're trying to, you know, shake things up, make things different. I get all that, but it's not different. These drafts are the same every single year. And it's one of those for me that I don't care if they have a draft. I mean, for the longest, they didn't really even stick to a brand split. Now, all of a sudden, they're doing this draft. They want us to think they're going to stick to a brand split when you've got Roman and Solo going for the tag titles. Even though, like, I mean, a lot of it's just not making sense to me. I don't know what any of you guys think out there. What do you guys think? Comment in the comments on that. But I feel like with a lot of things that are going on in WWE and Vince coming back and just so much uncertainty right now. And then you have this draft and then you bring in this world title, which everybody online unanimously looks upon as the consolation prize for whoever wins it, which it looks as if right now, as of this recording, Seth Rollins is probably going to be that guy. I guess it could be AJ, but I doubt it. I mean, it would make no sense <laughs> if, if it was AJ because he's on SmackDown. So this is just part of my argument. Like where, what, what does all this mean? What are, is there going to be a brand split? What's going on with Bianca? Because she's the raw, you know, women's champion on SmackDown. You've got re it's, it's a mess right now. And for a person that has watched this his entire life. And you know, the first couple years of the draft were kind of exciting because it was something new now, you know, decades in, or, you know, 15, whatever it's been, however many years it's been into this and, you know, I'm at the point where it's like, yeah, a draft. I mean, I mean, every now and then you'll get a good call up or something, but for the longest, they haven't done the call ups right. So, I mean, even when they do that, I'm kind of in the mode of trepidation and hesitation because you don't know what's going to happen when they get up there. I'm happy they at least brought Cameron Grimes up and I hope they do something great with him. But overall, I never for at least the last 10 years, ever been excited for the draft. And this year was another reason why there was really no excitement. It's just people flip-flopping from brands or staying on the show they were already on. And, I mean, they could have at least, I mean, they could have had battle royals to determine who had the first pick or, I mean, there was times when they at least tried to do stuff like that. And they're not even, I mean, they're getting so lazy, they're not even doing that anymore. So it's 
one of those things for me that it feels like they're just mailing this stuff in and, and there's no true thought behind it or like logic in why is this person a free agent and this person is not? Why is this person drafted by themselves even though they're a part of a group and you could have just drafted the entire group? There's so many logic holes and plot holes in the draft that I just hate. But if they, for me, I think if they would just draft actual free agents, because there's plenty of free agents out there. I mean, some of them may not be as big name, but that's the joy of wrestling. You can build guys into being bigger names than they already are. And just bring up more actual NXT talent and the swapping of people on the brands from one show to the other, or like I said, people staying on the same brand. It's so anticlimactic and it makes me as a fan not want to, you know, care about the draft like I haven't for the last several years. So that's my thought on all this. But like I said, comment in the comments before I get off here. Make sure you subscribe to my other podcast, the Mark and the Fan Wrestling Podcast, where me and my boy, the Cisco Kid, we talk about all things wrestling from back in the day to present day. Subscribe to that channel. Also, make sure you subscribe to this channel. This has been another episode of the Magnum Report. I'll see you next week. Peace.